Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oh, all right. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Swolecast. I'm David Kitchen, aka Slash Soccer Dave, uh, Davis Matic, Slash Davis Matic, and uh, Pete. And I just wanted to welcome everyone to the show, and also say that that um, that intro was better than what we've had, and at the same time leaves a lot of room for improvement. <laughs> So I've, I'm so confused. Normally on StreamYard, I can see the intros back here, but I, all I saw was a black screen through that whole thing. Oh, I saw Did it. Did you see it, Davis? Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, I got rugged mm. on it. Yeah. Tough scene in the uh, the StreamYard streets uh, from one of the, uh, the influencers. The first, <laughs> yeah. One of the first ones to pump the StreamYard bags. Um, <clears throat> I just want to say to everyone, thank you for all of the uh, the notes that you've sent privately to me on the uh, the tweet that I sent last night it uh, took off and it's still taking off what another yeah. thing i missed is Let this me yeah. go to your twitter I, I have a feeling like this is not true like i have a feeling like dave had a tweet with 17 favorites <laughs> oh i did okay all right i did see this one and it's wow. like a slow trickle a slow trickle almost 350 likes by the time you know uh, a lot of people watch this it'll be probably over 20,000 or so um i just i just gave it a little boost a little reply boost there dave give it a second no you have to retweet you. you've got to retweet. no a reply is worth more than a retweet in the algorithm yeah, trust me that is correct okay all right here here's the thing I forgot what it was like to have kind of one of these tweets that has more than two or three likes on it. Um, <laughs> you know what? You know what this means. Dave's gonna Dave's gonna dig up something to at me because he just he's so desperate. He's so desperate for the no. serotonin. No, it's actually the opposite. 
the little notifications badge that I have, it is um it's like always like popping up. And so I'm always like out of habit checking it. And it's just another like. Yeah. And and I that mean, is that's a problem for me. Can't really imagine anything less life EV than having Twitter notifications on any of your devices. No, no, I'm saying the notifications icon on the Twitter home screen on the Twitter homepage. You know what I'm talking about, right? On the on the sidebar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the same thing when I get put into a um, a group chat with all of the people that are drafting fourth in the Scott Fishbowl. And even <laughs> though I mute it, I still get yeah. the message. Yes. Got. They got to They got to fix that. They got to. And uh, and I'm like, oh, I got a message. And it's like, oh, you might want to do a mock draft uh, for all the <laughs> <laughs> the fourth. The people that are drafting fourth in the uh, Scott Fishbowl. Uh, by the way, Scott Fishbowl happening in four days now. Four days. And so that's, that used to be the unofficial start of the fantasy football season. I still think it is for all the normies. All the people that have not been grinding best ball drafts. You mean uh, all and, the industry people that are in this tournament? Right. <laughs> Well, there's ten. There's a lot of fans in there, Pete. And I know that you've been know. a little bit disconnected, maybe, with uh, the fans these days. But, Says Mister, uh, I'm too big time to hop in a mock draft with my fellow league mates. Yeah, I all. <laughs> it's. I just don't think mock drafts for people that are all in the same message that I get put in from the same draft spot. Like, shouldn't the mock draft be like with the same draft position? I I don't know. I. I love it. I've got my own Nashville um, Scott Fishbowl draft. Davis, where are you drafting from? The seventh spot? No, like what group? What group are you in? The hot group. One of the, yeah, I'll be drafting from my cellular telephone. The what group? Hoth, the, one of the Star Wars leagues. Oh, cool. Um, Pete, what group are you in? Um, I think... Do you not know your group? Someone said Dover. Is Dover one of them? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think I am in. I'm in Dover. Oh, cool. Um, all right. Well, I uh, I just want to open up the floor to what's happening lately in your guys's worlds, Davis. Well, uh, I did I did ship chasing last night because yep. Pete was on vacation, so I yep. I, uh, I stepped in for him and drafting on stream just sucks. It is just I don't I don't really know how Pete uh does it all the time because it is such a miserable not fun experience to just for everyone to clearly know what you're trying to do with your team and then take the players that you need structurally it's it's quite annoying yeah uh pete does it like all the time now but i I know well there's two things one you do have to adapt to the room and you know davis i i, I caught some of the and you guys just kind of went full steam ahead you're like i don't care what the rest of the league's doing we're gonna do our thing and they thwarted you but that said i've started recording some content doing drafts where it's pre-recorded and mm-hmm. you can actually draft some teams that you like uh because i never like my on-stream drafts yeah Pete, you uh, and you're dropping some of that alpha for just the members only, right? Uh, Deposit wow. Kingdom members only. Wow, I didn't know uh, I was going to get a special 
plug for sure. my YouTube on the Better Collective <laughs> airwaves. Yeah, you know, we got to gotta give some uh, alpha content to the uh, the people who support us for all our free content. We'll say I, I support you. Davis, are you uh, subscribed to Pete's channel? Yes. Okay. He is, yeah. and I feel very guilty because I have never subbed to Davis's Patreon, and I should repay that back. However, Davis, did you happen to receive a wedding gift from me? I did. I literally, it's so funny you say that. I literally was just vacuuming, like, right before we were doing this show. I just, because I'm going away for the weekend, and I was like, oh, it's so nice to come home to, like, a clean house and everything. So I was just, I was just used my Bissell pet hair vacuum that Peter sent me. <laughs> Did you get my note on it, Davis? I was hoping that note might make it onto Twitter. I mean, uh, no, we're not. We, you know this. I'm not trying to dox my real life. So none of like I didn't put like Laird's gift. Laird, Laird, Laird did a great bit for a I wanted gift. to dox that so bad, but I was like, this is Davis's thing to dox if he wants. Yeah, not not putting that on Twitter, but Laird. Uh, you know, one of the things you register for is like this nice stainless steel huge trash can, and Laird <laughs> Laird got the trash can, which is just a great bit. All right. Um, Pete, any new things that have been happening to you lately? Uh, yeah, over the uh, <laughs> weekend, I joined the Counselor's Discord channel. I saw him promoting it on Instagram, and I lasted about 12 hours in it, um, and he booted me. If I had only ever Were you one... like your regular name? Like, were you Pete Overzet in there? I was. Um and he and again, I didn't say anything absurd, nothing that would, you know, break any terms or conditions of any discord. But he clearly recognized my name. I, I do think it's kind of bullshit, though, because I two years ago, I was on the phone with the counselor for an hour, walking him through how to navigate my fantasy league to make his Scott Fishbowl picks like I've, I've been his tech support. Before. He got owned I, in the he got owned in that uh, league, by the way, by yours truly. It's but. hard hard to believe, hard to believe the counselor uh, not succeeding. Do you want to know what I was also so down bad about? The counselor is in an FFPC main event slow draft right now because they just kicked off on Fourth of July. Uh, Gretch Pat and I are in one for ship chasing. I was like, how did we not end up? in the same slow main event draft. Cause he already had an Instagram post saying someone went zero RB in this draft. They're fucking idiots. Here's how you do it. And he had cranked three straight running backs. Amazing. Get Dave. Are you, why don't you tell the people what you're looking over your desk at? You're clearly distracted. Let everyone in on what's going on. No, I, I will not. Uh, I don't want to dox. don't want to dox myself um, or, or get in the, the docs house with me. Um, okay. But, I do. I'm. I'm actually looking right now at the thing. I'm looking at is your news. I was trying to get you to maybe dox your own personal life and the news that you had, and I want to see how many likes you got on that news because we have oh, to share that news. I'm going to be a dad. Podcast. Yeah. Yes. I meant to. I was really debating: should I do a tweet or should I announce it on the Swolecast? I ended up just not being able to wait, so uh, yeah. I did do a tweet. Um, let's see. Here's my current engagement farming on here. Three retweets, only three retweets. That's pretty bad. Two quote tweets, um, in twelve hundred and twenty-three likes, two hundred and sixty-seven replies, a hundred and forty-seven thousand impressions. Dave. Okay, so that's pretty good. Hey, Dave, 12, Dave is literally twelve hundred likes. Right now. No, no. I want to know. Do you wish you would have? Do you do you feel satisfied with those numbers? Because I I you remember. Know, 
you talking about how Spags got a bunch of engagement from his and like it's like the ultimate. So looking back, do you have any regrets? Yeah, I am in the tweet analytics right now. And I next to new followers, zero, zero new followers from this tweet. It's like I am bringing something into this world that's going to cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars and at least 18 plus years of my life. And I can't get one fucking new follower from it. I mean, I'm pretty disgusted. Yeah. Well, um, as as far as, you know, you were kind of talking to us on this, maybe like two soul casts ago before before the show, letting us know. And um, and basically you you wanted to have this baby right in the middle of best ball playoffs. No, I <laughs> Lauren and I Lauren and I legit had. A back and forth on this i was trying to time it up for you know early mid-february just a really clean break at the end of the season and lauren's like no we need to start trying now i said how about we wait and she said no and then next thing you know she was pregnant and the baby's coming beginning <laughs> of i feel like you have a like you have a part in that where you could have just abstained like and said no but, um, I don't, you know, she doesn't put her foot down on too many things. So when yeah. she does, I kind of fall in line. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, I will just say as, as having kids in, during the football season, including the, the playoffs, it's, it's not, it's okay. Well, isn't it priorities I mean, you tell me, shift, Dave. Peter priorities shift for you. All right. Well, walk me through the, the first, you know, six weeks, right? Because that's where we're going to be in you know, best ball playoff gonna, draft season. You're going to be fucking miserable. No, no, Davis, you don't know. Davis, <laughs> the only thing Davis knows is like staying away from kids. Both of my, both of my sister-in-laws just had kids in the okay. last two months. But for the guy, you're already kind of staying up late. You're holding the baby. You're feeding the baby. Like, I don't know if you, you guys are having, like now the thing is like having a wet nurse. If you're, if you're, you know, how rich, but if you don't have that, then you're going to be helping out at night and you're going to be basically getting the, okay. If I can do a, uh, an, a, a reenaction. Yeah. You're going to be holding the bottle with your chin. You're going to be rocking this baby. And then you're going to be checking your best ball teams and your tweets with the other hand. Or as me with the second one, getting addicted to Clash of Clans um, and <laughs> playing that. So, so um, I'll say like you'll, you'll be fine. And honestly, the first, uh, the first few weeks are not bad at all. When, okay. it, when stuff really starts getting troublesome for you, is going to be when they're not napping and sleeping for 20 hours out of the day when right. they're like crawling and then like starting to walk. That's, that's when things change for you. And that's when you realize, man, stay at home dads out there, respect, major respect to them. Yeah. The I chat was- also mentioning the night nurse, because I of course have heard, you know, Levitan's story of, you know, you just pay to have someone help you at every step of the way you get the doula, you get the night nurse. Um, yeah. we'll see. I've, I've planted some of those seeds. Uh, I'm not sure how that's going to go, but we're going to give it a try. I've been pushing gonna, for the doula. Gonna have I have to, to sell, uh, what's your, your moon moon bird. I was going to, I was going to say, Pete's going to have to fractionalize his moon bird to pay for a night nurse. Dude, I think I'd probably just trade that fucker straight up for a night nurse. I I literally literally think there will become 
given <laughs> given how tired I have seen my family members be as parents of newborn babies, I think there would come a point where you're just like, here's my fucking ledger, just for the love of God, yeah, I yeah. need to sleep. What what do you uh one LeBron James cosmic or one yeah. night nurse? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how lucky people had it two years ago when they were just, uh, or a year, a year ago, when they were um, basically trading one Jokic season two moment for a night nurse. Now it's got to do a lot more of that. Um, all right. So seamless transition all day. New makeover, new look. Are you interested at all? I, honestly. I have not. Uh, all I've seen is kind of the rundown. I've not even been in the new marketplace. So we're, we're talking about NFL all day right now. Yeah, because I mean, this is like the worst product launch of all time. It's like literally I don't know one person in my real life who organically cares about it. But this is what I'm saying is like the the updates that they made are actually like from a visual perspective, the badges and such are actually pretty nice. Like I maybe maybe Buddy, we are in a global fucking recession like i am not <laughs> i am not buying jpegs or gifts of nfl players do you know <laughs> i also i did just pull it up because i completely missed the news that there's a new site and i think they have a bug in their site because i'm looking at this common no, derrick henry moment <laughs> at a ten thousand, and it says it's a reception and i don't even think that's possible <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good, Pete. <laughs> Thanks. That was good. Okay, uh, let's let's move Dave, on. I to... I can't tell. Like, were you being se- like, were, were you just being genuine about that right there? Yeah, I wanted to see your thoughts on all day. Peter's always in the streets, and he's got a, a club top shot. You know, he might have been on vacation this week, but like, go and look at the badges. Go and look at the artwork. It's legit good. Remember, so... remember how frothy we all were for the badges on top oh. shot we so oh win 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 three badge um i mean i have I, I have so many regrets from the time and i i have I, as someone who absolutely made out like a bandit i have extreme regrets so like i can't imagine how some of these people who were buying in march of 2021 feel right now like it's got to just be because there's there is no hope. Your your top shot bags no will hope. your top shot bags will never rebound. Like it is completely dead. Davis, did you see Darius Garland signed the biggest contract in Cleveland Cavs history? Yeah. Like, do we want to play a game uh, of how down bad my Darius Garland moment is? I haven't I haven't looked at this. I have not looked at this in weeks. Let's let's guess right now, uh, percentage wise, how far down my Darius Garland is. I would say 80% just because everything is at least, you know, 70 to 90% down. So I would say 80%. Well, I can't even, I can't even log in to own the moment. It's not even, it's literally not even up. Like it's just, it's, it's given me an HTML error. So I can't even check. So Dave, I mean, clearly Davis and I aren't as excited as you. How has your excitement been manifesting? Have you been browsing the marketplace? Have you made? No, I just told you I haven't even like seen the marketplace. I wanted. I thought that you guys might be more interested. I, I, I and I got an email from DraftKings about their, um, you know, quote unquote, so rare product. Mm -hmm. Haven't I haven't clicked in any of that? Like the rainmakers, the rainmakers. Yeah. So I, like, I am, I'm on the from the outside looking in, but I'm 
I'm looking at you guys. As... I just, I, I am not, I'm not giving any mental energy to non-fungible tokens for years. I will, I will hold the stuff I have and, and wait to see what happens in like 2024, but it, it is not a space that is interesting and not a space that I think provides like short-term capital opportunities anymore. I don't think. So your crypto goons you're, you're out on. I never, I never had those. Or what was the, the, uh, the, the, the bales, the bales bag. Yeah. I still, I still have, I still have that, that, uh, that token. You got to keep my, my hope is that, you know, we just, we can get the bull market around February of next year. Right. Because we got best ball and NFL DFS. That'll take us to February. We'll have a child, whatever. And then, and then we get a bull market that we could look at our JPEGs again in the off season. Yeah, I got to I got to tell you I don't think that is the direction that the global economic uh tenor is going to take. I can only Hang imagine on, how you, much doom scrolling you do per day, Davis. Can you pull up our official Swolecast comment in here? Is this do we need to have Sosa put in his Twitter bio that these are his views only and don't express necessarily the views of what the he show say? or the company? He said NFTs are dumb. Whoa, from the Swolecast account. Yeah, like if he wants to do that on his personal account, by all means, but it feels like he's speaking for all of us right now. Yeah. It, he should. Both I mean, won. they are fucking dumb, but just <laughs> make sure you run those comments by us, Sosa. <laughs> when Sosa first came on the scene, he was like, oh, man, you got anything? And I'm like, you got to check out these moon cats. <laughs> you got to. Um, but shout out to the moon cats. Still going strong in the stable coin <laughs> yeah, NFT right. economy. <laughs> Well, yeah, right. Moon cats so are down true. less than what moon birds are down. Didn't you know uh, didn't the guy who got kicked out of moon cats didn't he buy a ton with his like fake NFT fund or whatever? Ryan uh, Carson yes. machine. Ryan Carson NFT machine. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Ryan Carson did, did. Yeah, he bought moon cats. Yeah, no, he, he swept them. Right? Oh, no. he did. Okay, he did not. He swept moon Dude. birds, Davis. That's you what that's your... what I meant. That's what I meant. That's moon what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Big difference. Dave was bro. about to be. Dave, Dave, Dave was about to lose his mind. I have Twitter notifications turned on for Mooncats. <laughs> uh, the Mooncat sales bot. And I can just guarantee you a sweep is like three or four at a time. Are you are you serious? Yeah. I that mean, Dave, true. how how down how down tremendous in like this has got to be one of the worst bags on planet Earth right now to no, just be to be all not, in. It's it's not at all. I mean, honestly, if you take a look at it. Well, the reason why I'm asking you is you did not have like I have not been putting U.S. dollars in the non fungible tokens because I've been buying Ethereum for five years. But you you were not a crypto holder two years ago. You you right. did not own any. So you right. have all of these like you're thinking of these in U.S. dollars terms because you put U.S. dollars to buy all these. Like you were hey. buying NFT boxes with US dollars. Boy. Um, I mean, yeah, when you say it like that. Um, that's well, that's I, that's what I'm saying. Also, like you, but like you can't I can't go by that. I mean, I'm not gonna go that that is just such a negative way to look at something, Davis. This it's this show gives experience. me such like dizzying deja vu. Like I can't I truly can't tell if we're playing the hits or if we only talk about the same goddamn things every single show i really don't know the well, chat i don't think i don't us. think we've gotten to i don't think we've really done a bear market like world bear market show yet actually yeah, it's, it's depressing <laughs> it's depressing 
Davis is glass half empty. I have to. No, be, I'm not. Like, toxic I'm how, how am I? How, how am I glass half empty? I you know how cheap it is to acquire coins right now. I do think it's a bummer because there are versions of this world where Dave becomes a community manager for an NFT yes. project and is handing out like koozies at NFT NYC. <laughs> Like, uh, sorry, sorry, Dan. I know you're kind of counting on me right now, but I have this offer I can't turn down from the Moon Cats Collective. Like, I just, yeah, I really got to do it. Yeah. If we get if we get to that point, something has gone really, really wrong. Um. All right. Can I can I workshop an idea for you guys, and then we'll talk We'd about love some it. Of stuff. If as long as it's not Superflex Best Ball Tight End Premium. Yeah. No, no, not really. Okay, I've got an idea. And it involves a community and it involves fantasy football and it involves weight loss because soccer dad has put on a little bit of weight. I have an idea to merge a fantasy football league with people that want to lose weight. Number one, has this ever been done before? Um, not a league specifically. I mean, uh, Davis, what was the Justin Freeman kind of thing he had set up with you guys so uh, freeman and i did like dfs weight loss but he contracted the novel coronavirus or i got covid first so we took a pause and then he went on like a vacation with his family or something and then ended up buying out but I got but uh, okay so here's the premise then I'll, I'll let you weigh in after i give the premise sure we've got two months right two months from tomorrow when the season starts so let's say the group starts now and you've got 12 people in a group. You go for two months, you're in this group, you're supporting each other, but you also you're competing with each other a little bit, right? Like, so I think half of the money needs to go to the league. Half of the money needs to go to some sort of weight loss thing. Your draft position correlates with how much weight you have lost in that two month span, as far as the order that you want. So if you want to take the, the 104 you can but it correlates with how much weight you've lost and then i'm not sure about during the season i think you just be able to maintain a little bit maybe lose but if you gain during the season from when the season starts to when it ends you forfeit the opportunity to win that league money like you have got there has got to be an emphasis on maintaining or losing weight during the season so that we're not just keep on doing uh, weight loss bets every year. Well, Kitchen, one thing, one little tweak I would make, you should do this auction. And then for every pound you get an extra that you lose, you get an extra dollar on your budget. Yeah, okay. Something like that. Okay, but yeah, we got to do a percentage because there could be some like really like big yeah. boys um, or girls or they could be like really – yeah, like I only have so much weight I can even take right. off my frame. Right. Yeah. I'm just laughing at Dave trying to be politically correct. It's but but, that, but then said there could be some really big girls was basically how he saved. <laughs> Amazing. Because if I'm, I mean, yeah. Especially with Tuttle not being on here, I need to uh, make sure that. I, I got to say, uh, our guy Nick Bird uh, put out a tweet getting excited for the show at a couple of my shows today. I'm having Leone on Randomizer, but I thought it was so aspirational that he tagged, tagged Tuttle, Tuttle and, and Tuttle liked him, it. As if Tuttle was going to come on the show today. 
Wishful thinking, Nick. Yeah. Total, total's got to grind uh, uh, Yuli Guriel ownership percentages for the slate that locks in 10 minutes. Tough scene. I think it's just like early day baseball games and late baseball games and Tuttle's just all in the midst of it. You grind, right. in, you grind in women's uh, women's European Cup DFS soccer, Dave? No, but I will say that we do have at Rotor Grinders, people asking, we do have NBA Summer League, uh, as you know, by Chet Holmgren's. Chet, baby. Man, Davis. So will you get will this. you get a Chet rookie mom? No, regardless of the economy, will you get a Chet rookie mom on Top Shot this year, Davis? If they cost like $6. Okay, there you go. Fill me in because this is, I just saw a few tweets and this was my read on it. Were people kind of like litigating whether Chet Holmgren's going to be a good pro or not because he had like one bad game against that other dude last night and was like getting pushed around and people were like showing clips of him not looking good. Was that what happened mm-hmm. last night? People are just losing their mind. Regard, You know, two nights ago is when he had a record six blocks. I didn't even know that he played last night because t- I wasn't on Twitter last night. But two nights ago is when people were already knighting him rookie of the year. His odds for rookie of the year went down just in that one half from like plus 500 to plus 400 or 425. Just during that one half, and uh, and he was just he was just crushing. He was hitting from deep, uh, and so people are already making Durant comparisons and everything else. Okay, he's gonna yeah. be really he's gonna be really good. I mean, he was gonna be really good before the summer league, but it is it's gonna it's retroactively it is gonna be one of those really hilarious things that the Orlando Magic took this guy who can't play defense at all uh, and and want to play him at center. It's gonna be like classic classic magic like just adding in another loser center to their loser center rotation all right getting back to my fantasy football weight loss thing yeah number one if you're interested in hit me up dm me hit me but up. kitchen number let's just two, be completely honest you're not yeah. gonna you're not gonna organize or spearhead this you need to put a call yeah. out for someone to actually do it no yeah. i i will 100 will i will not i need someone to spearhead a fitness version of this because that's not me but I imagine there are some people that are in shape that like fantasy football that would like a fitness version of this. And I would like to include that as well. I don't know how that would like, I don't know if you're, if everyone has to have an Apple watch and you're, you know, whatever, but uh, yeah. And then you track, you track minutes active or whatever. Right. So, but I imagine that people, if you can tie something that's really not fun a weight loss into something that you really enjoy a hobby like fantasy football. I think people would enjoy it and who knows, maybe we can even save some lives while we do it. You know, <laughs> save some lives. This is where you're angling. You see Scott fish win those man of the year awards <laughs> yeah. every year. It's kitchen. Watts one of people, those so he, bad. He just, Give he, me. he just wants, he just wants like the same shine that Scott gets on Twitter. Where like, people are just like, this guy is a walking saint. Like Dave <laughs> just wants that clout so bad. Can you imagine Dave? Like I bet you after the shower, you look at the mirror and deliver like your FSGA fantasy oh. person of the year award speech to the mirror. This award is great, but it pales in comparison of all the lives I've changed. <laughs> the amount of big boys and big girls who we helped live down. 
when I think about all the people that would have had diabetes if it not were for this weight loss group and the carnivore diet that Davis has uh, implemented into everything, then yeah. I'm, I don't even do that. You said the carnivore diet pretty much cures everything, though. Yeah, but I, that is, I, it's not a, it's not a realistic. Well, I mean, it's a realistic way to live for some people, but it, I, I can't do it. I love to eat shit too much. That's why I'm still fat, despite working out six days a week. Yeah, so you need to be in some other. You need to be like in the. No, I just need to. I just need to get mentally tougher. It's just I am just I'm a, I am strong-willed in some ways and weak-willed in other ways. Just gotta. I got the sugar carbohydrate addiction. I get it. I get it. Uh, July, July, <laughs> no, 4th, you do. <laughs> July 4th was uh, was quite the day. But this is like, a, honestly, in the weight loss period, this is a great period to be in because there's nothing upcoming until Labor Day, right? Like, you've got basically six you weeks, maybe seven weeks. Maybe Davis's wedding? I'm talking about for most people. <laughs> Oh, you got nothing coming up. I got mean, nothing coming Labor up. Day no, I'm talking about it. like you know when it's when it's like January first. It's like oh, but I got the Super Bowl coming up and all those delicious foods. And after the Super Bowl, it's like well, Dave, you should you should have. Gonna want to eat chocolate for Valentine's. After that, it's like. Well, I was gonna well, say you should have it to be. Yeah, you should have your goal to be to just show up as ripped as possible to my wedding. You should. That would be that would be a good something for you to strive for. Leone, yeah. Leone and Bankmeyer uh just, just sent their art. You you still have an RSVP kitchen. So right now you're I not know. on the table. Uh, well, I know, but I got until I got ten more days, right? Yeah, but you you better you better get it done. You better not forget. Mm, I, oh. And I'm gonna I'm gonna fill out my invitation like you fill out your work logs and uh <laughs> you know, just a, a couple days before the wedding, just submit all of the uh well, luckily, luckily, uh, Rotor Grinders LLC and Better Collective are are more forgiving than me doing the seating chart. <laughs> Is there a seating chart? You think people are just going to go pick their own seat? Yeah, oh my god, buddy, what buddy, does it have a... This is this is not this is not a fucking wedding at the church hall in in, in you know Hermitage Hall, Tennessee, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Who? That's a Dave, lot of pressure if, for the seating chart, though. Davis, if I was going, who would I be sitting with? With uh, Crane has not RSVP'd either. Uh, you'd be sitting with you'd be sitting with Crane and his partner David and Holly, uh, Bankmeyer and Leone and Leone's yeah. wife. I want you to put me <sighs> with complete strangers at the table, Davis. <laughs> I mean, I you want, got, buddy, you got seven days. You're not going to have, you're not gonna have a seat. You're not going to have a seat. Wait, I want a fresh audience for everybody. Just everybody gather around. <laughs> I mean, the kitchen, that's how bad it's gotten for kitchen where he, most people want to sit with their friends at a wedding and kitchen knows he's just going to get roasted in front of his wife for three straight hours and would rather be with strangers. Oh, no, it'll be my wife leading the roast <laughs> <laughs> for three hours. She's all about it. Uh, yeah, I want I want some fresh faces. So, okay, all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll RSVP. I, I think though, like the hotel was already booked up that you guys blocked out rooms. So let me tell you, hotels, bro. Yeah, insane racket right now. Like, yeah. uh, in anyone like it's it is yeah. horrible. You like rented like four like four rooms in one block, and then everyone's 
trying no i had a i had gas wars on trying to mint a a hotel room (laughs) i had a i had a whole block but it's like it's it's i mean it's unbelievable right now like if you want to if you want to get a block you have to do minimum 10 rooms and if they don't get if they don't get filled you have to you're just on the you're on the the hook for it you got to pay for it okay a segment of fill me in hot trends on nfl twitter gabe davis (laughs) what Someone tell me how this happened. Like I, yeah, I want the origin story. Right, Davis. Davis? How did? Where did this argument like come from initially? Well, he's a young player who hasn't broken out yet. So your uh, reductionist, um, you know, Derrick Henry lovers are like, how could you possibly draft him over Allen Robinson or whatever? Because he hasn't, he hasn't broken out yet. Uh, And then obviously the people like me and Bimefor and and you know, people who tend to focus a little bit more on getting first place, people who are just are kind of predisposed to younger players with a wider range of outcomes anyways, are like, it's so obvious why Gabe Davis is a good selection where he goes. And it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's just total mind mindset wars, you know. Where's Rick road on this conversation, Davis? Oh, Rick road is all in on Jamison Crowder. The the 29 year old who's never had a thousand yard season is right up Rick roads alley. (laughs) All right, Peter, you got questions. I mean, it's, it's just, it's the classic we've bet. We've now seen the same kind of polarized parties, like over this best ball stuff meet and not understanding like how the game has changed. Like there's still this crew that are approaching this, like a 12 person season long league. And you could make lots of poke, lots of holes in Gabe Davis from that standpoint. But like people, I mean, if, as far as I can tell, we're arguing about Gabe Davis in best ball in, in best ball mania three and DraftKings and these big tournaments. And he is such an incredible pick in those formats for what he offers you from a spike week perspective, from a late season perspective, from a contingency based perspective. Like I, I truly think you're a stone cold fish. If you're fading him in those formats, if you're in your 12 person team with your home league buddies and don't want to take him there because you think there's too more, too much risk, then I think you maybe have a pretty good argument. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, Brees Hall, another guy. Uh, can he be a three down back? That is like whenever I see a name trending, he was today's trend, Davis. Oh, I I miss this. I think everyone's pretty unanimous on Brees Hall. I, I've not heard the dissenting opinion on because the the people who are not going to want to draft Jets players have not started drafting yet. The people who are drafting right now are people who were like, oh, you know, they added Garrett Wilson and Zach Wilson was the second overall pick, and he does kind of like I, like everyone who I talk about fantasy football with is like loosely optimistic on the New York Jets. what's so weird to me is like i haven't heard like people come out and like really bag on Brees hall but we just haven't had that one news item that has just rocketed his adp to where i think it will ultimately land yes good point because Brees hall checks every box that drafters ultimately get excited about you know a young rookie running back who was drafted early and has you know, a clear path to 20 touches and like the Michael Carter stuff is going to go away so quickly, whether on the field or just through narratives through Brees Hall looking great in preseason or whatever, like it's coming. Um, I'm still packing my bags because he's going to be third, fourth round turn pick at worst by the time the season starts. I think they were clipping some of the Carter highlights from last season. 
and saying this is why he cannot be a three down back because Carter's going to basically get into some of his. Well, Carter will probably play a little bit. Yeah. And we saw like it happened with Jonathan Taylor, right? I mean, Naheem Hines played a ton early on in the season. And then Jonathan Taylor chips away, chips away as the season goes. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to give this guy that we spent all this draft capital on the majority of the touches down the stretch. How have we how have we not gotten we're we're 40 minutes in the show and we haven't gotten Dave's take on Baker Mayfield being traded to the Carolina Panthers? This is what the people tuned in for. Uh you know, you know the charts of different players, you know who's gone up. DJ Moore? Terrace no. Marshall? No. Pumping my bags? <laughs> no, try pumping my bags this time, Pete. Tommy Tremble? I don't know. Who are you Tommy on? Tremble. <laughs> Tommy Tremble. <laughs> is that really it? Of course. Since when is Tommy Tremble tied to your personal brand? Uh, you not remember last year on the DFS shows? Yeah, he was t- he touted he touted Tommy Tremble getting okay. uh, end around handoff. Yeah, he's the next Janu. End around. Okay, I forgot about this. Yeah, you did really so, hammer it over our heads on Twitter, so I didn't associate Tommy Tremble yeah, with soccer. When day. your when your offense coordinator is calling plays like end around plays for you, so that you have the ball in your hands, just being a dynamic playmaker. And we know that Baker likes his tight ends. So, yeah, Tommy Trimble gets, uh, gets a little bit of a bump. Where are you guys on Christian McCaffrey? Number one overall pick. You think this helps him? It just doesn't, yeah. and nothing. It doesn't matter. I mean, it does help him because the offense should be better, but it doesn't yeah. impact his range of outcomes in a meaningful way, in my opinion. Davis, you said on Twitter that the Panthers offense will be a lot better with Baker than these other quarterback options. Nope, didn't say that. I said well, that kind Baker, of what I was reading into. I, I, I mean, I think pretty clearly Baker is uh, an upgrade on late, late career Cam Newton, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, PJ Walker type guys. I mean, Baker is a better career adjusted yards per attempt than Josh Allen. And I mean, it's like the, the I, I asked this question on chip chasing last night. How much of the Baker is bad instinct narrative is a combination of two things. One, him being at every commercial break while he was actively stinking it up, playing with an injured shoulder. And two, how good Odell Beckham looked as a member of the Rams after his dad made the YouTube cut up video of him being wide open and Baker missing him. Yeah, I, I do think that affects perception because everyone in their head is just like, oh, he's a malcontent, you know, he's not the guy you want. And I do think that subconsciously seeps in to how, where it's like, oh, if teams don't want to touch Baker, why why would I want to touch him in, in my drafts? Please don't. So where that. where is his ADP going now from that news yesterday? Or are people already kind of anticipating that? Like we, we talked about on the show like three weeks ago to get your Baker, Richard Higgins stacks, right? Well, Higgins is going to still be free. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Baker, I mean, it looks like he's slowly coming up. I mean, he was at like 212 before the news. Now he's up to like 206. I assume when it refreshes again, he'll probably be at what? Davis in the 180s to 190s? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to go any higher than Carson Wentz. Yeah, because people still aren't, like people are more confident in um, in DJ Moore now. And I know some People are beating the drum on Robbie Anderson, but they're still not like a super fun team to stack where you're just like, oh, I'm going to get Baker to complete this stag, stack. I still think people are going to like, you know, pick and choose their one Carolina Panther and then move on mostly. But it's yeah. an easy stack if you've got the 101. Yeah. 
I, well, this was my question with, I mean, because McCaffrey's ADP had been like bouncing around between 102 and 103, you know, sometimes Cup going ahead of him. Do we attribute that to just the people worried about his injury risk? Or did we attribute some of that to the quarterback situation? I guess I just don't know how much of him not being 101 was QB or injury related. Say that again. <laughs> Davis was not paying attention. I was not. I was looking. I was looking up the rules. Uh, Rafa Nadal just withdrew from Wimbledon. And well, I was looking up the rules for one of my bets. The point I'm trying to make is there's more confidence on Christian McCaffrey as the 101 now, which would mean that people were not confident because of the quarterback situation. But I'm seeing in the chat, and I always assume that Christian McCaffrey sliding to 102, 103 was because of it was about injury risk. injury risk. Yeah, so I don't. Like, I don't. Should anything have changed? for CMC's ADP range because of Baker. No, I mean, I, I think the only, the only thing that at this point is going to influence McCaffrey going to one is if we get a weird, like if Jonathan Taylor gets injured preseason or, you know, for what something weird with Jonathan Taylor. And I think that's it. I don't even think, I don't even think like a best shape of his life story on McCaffrey. Like, I don't think, I just don't think there's anything that can push McCaffrey ahead of Taylor in terms of news which is crazy to me because i mean jonathan taylor is very good but he has to run like a god again with a touchdown expectation standpoint whereas mccaffrey could just go out there and catch a shit ton of balls again and still pass jonathan taylor in scoring right um i think he clearly should be the the 101 but i i do think it's people people's fear with the injury stuff that's well i think it's i think it's also different versus what you're trying to do like i could actually see an argument for taking jonathan taylor first in a 12-man home team league or whatever you know just because you do feel like i mean he's five years younger than mccaffrey four years younger than mccaffrey he is like it just it just feels like he is a safer selection but in a tournament where you're trying to get first out of 450,000 people, I don't, I, 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 if they both play 17 games, like what is McCaffrey, like a minus 200 favor to outscore Jonathan Taylor or something? Probably, maybe not yeah. that steep. Minus maybe, 300. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's because Jonathan Taylor, we, and they, the coaching staff has not said anything about like, Oh, we're going to pass him the ball more. We need to get, they, they said, they've said the opposite. They've said, we want to get, Naheem Hyde's more involved. Nick Bird says, and Thomas got paid, but most reports are that Trimble is more athletic, has better hands, and more versatile as a playmaker. So lots of uh, reporter buzz coming out of training camp. I think the other out for Jonathan Taylor is if Matt Ryan just has this super huge renaissance year. Oh, yeah. Just the, that the team is just really good. They're moving the ball. They're in yeah, the Yeah, they've got to be good for time. Taylor to have a, a really good year, I think. Yeah. Because also, if you get, if they find themselves in lots of negative game scripts, we are going to see way more Naheem Hines. They're, like, they still really like Hines. <laughs> like, he's yeah. not he's not going away. But if, if the Colts are legit good, and they're just able to front-run teams, I mean, it's clear that JT could have a massive year. Yeah, they... Yeah, people uh, missed one of the earlier swole casts. We mentioned how Frank Reich said that he would have Naheem Hines. Yeah, we kind of we kind of we kind of broke that news. Yeah. You know, it's kind of yeah. like Dave. We were the only sources. one talking about no it. No one's talking about it. It's like yeah. no one's talking about Gabe Davis these days. Um but the there there was an athletic puff piece on Matt Ryan two, three weeks ago about the coaching staff basically, which it read more like a Carson Wentz subtweet, but it was along the lines of 
you know, Matt Ryan, he's amazing. He already knows the whole playbook, you know, him and Pittman are doing Bible study and, you know, all this, all this stuff that you'll do when you trade for a new quarterback. But it does, I mean, Carson Wentz is so bad. So I do think the Colts might look a lot better on offense this year, which is crazy because Jonathan Taylor was so good last season. Yeah, it's not. Right, it's not my. It's not minus three hundred because Jonathan Taylor. If they are really good, I mean, he could score like an absurd number of touchdowns. Yeah. What do you have? He had eighteen last year. Let's see. Jonathan Taylor had. Yeah. What 20. are the odds? He had, he had twenty touchdowns 20, and twenty one hundred wow. scrimmage yards. Yeah. Derrick Henry. What are the odds that he has the most rushing yards in the NFL? zero <laughs> it's hard it's hard to do in eight games buddy he had one year of injuries davis well how often the bias is gonna bite you this is my this is my this is what i always say to people who bet on the old guys getting healthy again when milk goes bad it doesn't unspoil right the milk the milk does not undergo a regeneration process to become drinkable again like once it's bad it's bad that's how you feel about injuries. I mean, I'm not really drafting Michael Thomas, not really drafting DeAndre Hopkins. Like just the, these guys who have Christian McCaffrey, but he hasn't had, he has not had um, like a, like An a super serious injury. He has not had a, like a structural injury. It's all been, it's all been like hamstring and broken wrists and things like that. Okay. I have a question. He's been injured about- a lot more than, than, than King Hill. Henry. Yeah. Derek Henry. Well, just uh, going back to our Titans talk, and you know, Burks is now slipping a little bit in drafts. Yeah, I it does feel like he can slip further because one that's confusing to me is why is why is Garrett Wilson slipping in drafts, and why why hasn't Garrett Wilson flipped Traylon Burks too? If like everyone's all freaked out about the asthma, it seems weird to me because, because they both have gone because down. other wide receivers are rising there because the Chiefs uh, because and so so it's like. You can't like not every wide receiver's ADP can go up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it just seemed like last year we got so much steam on all those rookies. That was when this was like when Waddle was climbing up. Like Garrett Wilson kind of feels like this year's Waddle to me, just based on like where he went and his kind of ADP and stuff. I guess I'm just surprised that people. Is it because the market is just really excited about Elijah Moore? Is that just everyone's kind of assuming that? Garrett Wilson's not going to do much year one. I don't know. It kind of confuses me. I I'm confused. I hadn't thought about that until right now. Cause it's not like Elijah Moore is going like fifth round now. I don't know. It's it, that does seem bizarre. There, it just, but aren't there question marks around Zach Wilson? As far as like, you gotta, you gotta believe in Zach Wilson to believe in Garrett Wilson. Right. And there are some people that still don't believe in Zach Wilson or the, the jets at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It almost feels like the values of Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson are like totally divorced from Zach Wilson, because even with, even with Elijah Moore holding pretty steady and Brees Hall holding pretty steady, like there's not been like Zach Wilson getting up to like QB 19 or whatever. Like he, he stayed pretty static. All right. If you have any questions for us in the chat, feel free to ask. Also, if you're watching this on delay, uh, go ahead and give us, 
go, go ahead and leave a comment on the video and also a thumbs up. Sosa is asking for a thumbs up on the video. So let's appease him, please. All right. Uh, movers and shakers, other that um, that you're seeing, Pete, other than Garrett Wilson. Mark Ingram is the biggest mover in ADP this week. So how do you how do you reconcile that with strategy? I mean, I'm taking the shit out of him because I think you're guaranteed to get like three ish starts out of him. Probably. I, I think, I think he's, I mean, he'll, he'll, the, 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 the problematic thing with him is he's going to be dead by week 17. So that's not great. That's the, or he's going to have a I, lull where he has that from week six to whatever week 16, then he comes back. Yeah. And for like all my correlation bros out there, don't worry. I go through this too. You got a few Eagles and you're like, ah, I got the zero RB bill. I could use a running back. Oh, a new Orleans running back. Ooh, this looks just, sorry. Mark Egram is not correlating with the Eagles in week. Taysom Taysom is the correlation. (laughs) Taysom is the correlation running back. I I just do not feel like Mark Ingram is your brand of running back Davis. It isn't. It's it's not really, but I will uh, I will do anything for uh, <laughs> for running Love. back points. I'll do anything <laughs> for running back points because most of my most of my teams are like so desperate for running back four, running back five points. What I've been I've ran into that too again with some of your zero RB builds. You're taking on you know some of these rookies. You're taking on handcuffs. You do want some of that production early. The guy I've been kind of gravitating to as basically my version of mark ingram would be marlon mack where i feel like he's going to get early touches out of the gate but could actually hold on to that job for longer um and so i know it's not as exciting as an offense as the saints but it's like is the saints offense even that exciting anymore anyways no no not unless Taysom is the quarterback in which case in which case i'm going to be pretty excited somebody mentioned this name in the chat but it kind of goes in line with everything we've been talking about and that's donta foreman yeah, because he was very good for the Titans, and if something does happen to CMC, he now has a a decent offense where you know he's going to score touchdowns. If yeah, he's it's bombs away. away. But again, he's a different archetype. He's like a true handcuff. He's going to not really have any role for as long as CMC's healthy. I love Deontay Foreman. He's one of my favorite picks, but he's not a guy that's like getting you off to a fast start if you need touches. If you really loved him, you know his name is Dante and not Deontay. Well, I don't really love him, so I guess that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, not a whole lot of where we when are we gonna get Dave in these streets? When are you when are you gonna deposit? When when yeah? Are you are you gonna be back in preparation for Hang on. Can we do this as a show concept next week? Dave drafts an underdog team on stream by himself and we just no not i mean it's basically blind even with your eyes open dave but we get to (laughs) heckle you throughout davis and i aren't giving you any assistance we're just heckling you as you what if i'm crushing it and you're forced to compliment me i'm not really worried about that outcome (laughs) you get i dare you to get in a in a ship chasing piss boys room as your first live on stream draft and watch you navigate that dave end up with nine running backs on your team yeah i mean i i i was gonna suggest doing a draft today but i actually think dave just blind reacting to the room to adp to like to being like what Who, he's yeah. on, who's on what team yeah, i think that I is think a blind draft as my first draft would be way more comical because once i get in the streets you know i'm former best ball finalist i'm gonna be 
Former best finalist in the Puppy 2. Yeah. It wasn't the Puppy 2. It was the puppy what one. was it called, Dave? I always forget what that tournament was called. I think it was the I think it was the Puppy 1, right? It was the It wasn't the Puppy. But it was the $5 version, right? It was the $5, it, but yeah, right. that I, I I just can't remember what the the brand name was for it that year. Someone in the chat might remember. I can't remember. Uh, but the um, chat loves this idea, so yeah. everyone wants us. To I, I actually, I actually think this is a chance for good content. Okay, so basically, I don't get in. Well, I'm going to be in drafts because of Scott Fishbowl next week. Um, so I'm, I'm going to have some sort of idea about players and everything else. <laughs> so we did, we did miss our window. Maybe we can record a. Yeah, probably won't do that either. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what it does. I'll just purposely not get in best ball drafts. But you're going to lose some of the comedic value. Because like, if you ask yeah, me right like, now who but, the backup running back is for Dave, I'm not team, even worried. We could do this in three weeks, and I'm not worried about your learning. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about you like figuring out the market, to be honest. Who are the, who are the Miami Dolphins running backs, Dave? This is what I'm telling you. Like, Do I a, like, I got no, name no. as many as you can. Name as many. Laird. Nope. Not on the Dolphins anymore. Tevin Coleman. Nope. <laughs> actually, on the, uh, actually on the Jets. Jets. Um, Come on, Dave. You, uh, you have to be able to at least name two. You have to. Yeah. Ah, uh, boy. They just got uh, the guy from the Cardinals. Yes. You're on to one. This should be the easiest. Uh, I can't. Uh, Drake. No, Drake oh, came from dude. he came from there to uh it was James Connor and who James else Connor. in the Cardinals backfield last year, Dave? And I drafted him too. He was a keeper for me. I can't think of I he was a keeper for me. Dave has now gone to like full like Only. Dave, you you work in sports. Like, is this not embarrassing <laughs> to you? And you're worried that you're going to be too ahead of the curve in, in a week? <laughs> because once I have access, because I, I have access to uh, a hive mind of, of like really knowledgeable individuals. I know all the tools. I know all the rankings. Like it's, it's not going to be as fun as this where I'm just going blind. So anyways, I mean, again, you, you can't even name a single Dolphins running back. I think we're fine. I think, I think, I think we are, we're going to find a way to make it. <laughs> the chat is in disbelief. This is in why disbelief. we needed to do this draft like blind because it's been a while. All right, Dave, how about one more clue? They also have two running backs um, that came over from the NFC West this year. Yeah. Is Can it one from one the Niners? Yeah. Yeah, see, I know the teams. I just can't think Wait, of Wait, you seriously players. know the team they came from and you don't know the name? Are you doing yeah. a bit? This is a good bit if no, you're doing it. No, no, you doing it's, a bit? It, this is like having so much information that no. you can't really pull what is the correct thing. It's like, this don't is the act Google like these effect. are stats. These are table stakes, Dave. Just knowing what guys are on what team. Yeah. We're not asking yeah. you to divvy up the re receiving uh, market share for these guys. You guys understand, it's like, when I get back in the streets, I'm going to remember these guys' names. Right now, I don't. I this don't is, remember this their is names. Truly, this is truly like, a tough story. I remember their situations, but I don't remember their names. So, it's not Jeff Wilson. <laughs> That's the only guy I remember. You know why? 
because of the whole Mike Trout thing. <laughs> I have a hard out. Let's let's wrap yeah, this. Yeah, I can't. I can't. This is going to be good. Also, give credit to the chat. They're so normally, if you do like a trivia question that's like super easy, like the chat will be super excited to write like Raheem Mostert, Sony Michelle, Chase Edmonds, Miles Gaskin, but no one did it. And I just want to applaud the chat yeah. for letting Dave. So, you know, uh, we've, be long, hung out to we've long said that the Swolecast uh, viewers are the greatest viewers in the industry. They killed it. They killed it. Yeah. All right. Final thoughts, plane. Davis. Final thoughts. Um, this show is going to be a lot better when Dave has any idea what is going on in the world of is sports. It I really, I really <laughs> think yes. Because if you if you know what's going on with sports, we are not going to have to talk about tight end you or moon cats. I didn't talk about tight end you. Good, good for you. Gosh. All right. Um, Pete, final thoughts. Yeah, um, Savan Ahmed is a cut candidate for the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got the most dirt out of the show that we could. Um, as far as leaving a like or comment, go ahead and do it. We're not going to chase you for it, but um, that will be what we do. Thanks for Sosa for producing that intro. I can't wait to add on to that every every week. So with that being said, we'll see you later. Thanks for watching the Swellcast here on rotogrinders.com. Peace.